Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are now tuned in to the AT Lounge Cast. Sit down and relax. Have a drink, have a smoke. You are in the house with BK Trooper and Misty Boss, aka Mo. This looks like a cool place to kick it. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guess who's back in the house? It's BK Trooper and Mo. What's up, everybody? Yes, yes. We are excited to be back. We have so much to catch up on. Oh, most definitely. And I know, I know y'all all thinking over there, what has happened to them at the AP Loungecast? I'm saying. <laughs> but, um, you know, we had some personal things going on that we had to tend to. And also some business things that we had to tend to. So that kept us away from mm-hmm. doing the show. But we got time and we're getting back into it. So we're in the green room right now. We're ready to give you an excellent show today. For sure. And that's what we're going to do. Give you an excellent show. Um, I would like to thank all of y'all who who have been sending in music. You know what I'm saying? Y'all faithfully sending in that music. So we still have a nice, strong, big library of good songs to play for y'all. Yes, those indie artists out there have been doing their thing. For it's, real. It seems like y'all been locked into the studio. <laughs> I'm saying. Damn, we got so much music. I know. That's what I'm saying. We gotta we really gotta get caught up on this. So, you know, we got we got some great indie artists to debut for you in tonight's yep. show. And uh we have more coming in upcoming shows. Yes, so we're gonna get into current events right now. Yes, well, you know, first and foremost, I got to say, if you got music, you got that fire, send it in to APLoungeCast at gmail.com. Where? APLoungeCast at gmail.com. Got it. So a lot has been going on since the last time we did a show. And I cannot talk about current events without talking about the presidential um, election. Yes, I mean... I don't know about you, BK, but I am just excited that it's over. Yeah, this was this was like, uh, it was tiring. It was wearing me down. At first, I got interested. Then it started to get ugly and nasty, as they usually do. And then I started to get worn down. And then on top of that, it was like you couldn't do anything. You couldn't watch TV. You couldn't even go on YouTube. You couldn't even, like... You couldn't even listen to the radio. You couldn't even check, like... Your memes and your tweets and, and stuff like that without seeing some kind of ads about and this people campaign. people are still talking about the election. And this December. I know. And that's happened last month. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's, it's worth the mention. And now, you know, there's people protesting because they're upset that, you know, uh, Trump won, you know. And, and my mm-hmm. whole thing is, you know, that. I could get that people are upset that their candidate didn't win, but my take on it is, you know, every election, somebody's candidate didn't win. Exactly. And there was always someone or a group or a segment of the country unhappy about it. We still have to unite. Everyone cannot win. There has to be one loser. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. (laughs) And to me, it's like sports. You know, you have like in the beginning, you have like 15 candidates on each side and everyone gets eliminated one by one. Yeah. Until you have one remaining. And this time it's Trump. Yeah. So let's just, you know, move forward. Yeah, we have to move forward and just let him, you know, get his chance to show us what he got. And hold him accountable. 
Yes. That's all. We hold these uh, people that we appoint in office to their word and accountable. And we'll be okay. Yeah. So, you know, that that was definitely something I had to mention for current mm-hmm, events. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, um, as far as music is concerned, music current events, you know, The weekend releases a new album. It's, it's titled Starboy. And he released that on November 25th. Mm-hmm. So, you know... Of course, you know, BK and I had to listen to it. And um, I'm going to just give you my raw, honest opinion. I'm going to give it like about three and a half to four stars. I'll do three and a half. I'm leaning more towards three and a half because um, I just feel like it's a continuation mm-hmm. of what The weekend has shown us. And, you know, just following music for as long as I have followed it. Usually when someone comes out, the first album, the debut album is, is, you know, you getting used to the artist. That sophomore album is like, bang, in your grill. Like they're solidifying who Mm -hmm. they are. And I just feel like he could have did a little bit better on, he could have did a little bit better on that. You know what I mean? And so my whole my whole take on that was I'm just gonna give it three and a half stars. He does have some hits and stuff on there that's pretty good, but I feel like it 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 disappointed me just a little bit, just a little bit. I think the production was pretty alright. I think it was tight. I just think the um, you know, I think it's a good album. I think it's a, it's pretty tight. I would give it about four stars. Um, it's just not my cup of tea. You know, what I mean, it's just. Way too many love songs. I mean, I mean, I like. I, I don't get it twisted. I like love songs, uh-huh. but his type of love songs, uh, it wasn't like. It was a little too raunchy for me. Some of them, you know. I'm, mm-hmm. I, maybe I'm getting a little older. I don't know. <laughs> but <laughs> you trying to you trying to you trying to get into a different class of love songs? It seemed like over I here. don't know. Uh, I don't know. I, I give it four stars. Though. I'm gonna stick with the three and a half. It's a good listen. You know, you can listen to the CD. You know, the album throughout. But I do feel like uh, I just expected more. I feel like his him coming out and the stuff that he did when he was indie was just. So much better. And I guess that's what it is. I'm I'm so used to people banging out that sophomore album. I think it's a good album if you're chilling with someone, which is of the opposite sex, and you're playing that in the background, and y'all, you know, kicking it. It's a good album for that. I give him that. It's a good album to have if you're with someone and you're kicking it with them, and you need something in the background to add a little G to your game. You know what I'm saying? I think that's, I think it's good for that. You know, you, right, might, you, well, might get, you might get a couple of bases in there. I don't know. I don't know. I just expect a little bit. It's more. not maybe, R. Kelly. Yeah, but yeah, at least I mean, maybe home, maybe I just get a couple of bases in there. I just have my expectations a little high, probably. But I'm still gonna stick with my rating on that. But if you guys is you know it's your decision, definitely check that out, and you know you tell us what y'all think. And moving along in current events, can't. We can't not. not discuss the Kanye West situation. The Kanye West meltdown? Yeah, well, that's what they're calling it. But Kanye West apparently had like a, did a concert rant. And he was, you know, talking about, you know, doing what, a, doing a Kanye. He was pulling a Kanye. He was talking about whatever he felt what like. He usually does. He's yeah. Kanye. He's trying to be yay. Yeah. As he says. And so, you know, he had his rant. And then shortly after that, you know, he was hospitalized. And hospitalized? I'm like, for what? 
<laughs> well, I mean, you spoke your piece. Why do you have to go to the hospital? Well, I don't know the, you know, it's still left to, you know, it's still a mystery. Like the details of his hospitalization is still a mystery. You know, I believe that he was released, you know, after I think two weeks or a week. I think it was about a week. That he was, yeah, almost. It was like a week to two weeks that he was in there, and Mm -hmm. then he was released. So I don't know the details of why he got hospitalized. There are theories of why he got hospitalized. It could have been, you know, due to some um, dehydration or whatever, whatever it is. But the bottom line was that he was being and doing what Kanye always does. Mm -hmm. But but I must say that, you know, I ain't going to lie, during this time of the year, election year, for some reason, a lot of people have been getting sick. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's been tough. Even for me, myself, I've been sick for a good two, two and a half to three months. So that's probably why y'all haven't really heard much from us, but I've been sick. Mm -hmm. You know, all the love I've been getting from social media, from um, you guys... From uh, Twitter and from Facebook, I really appreciate it. But I'm back now. I'm doing good. I'm doing good, really. But you know, I was, you know, this is this, around this time. You know, it's it's pretty rough for people in their health around this time of the year. I, I, I kind of well, see. I think I associate that to stress. Yeah. I mean, this is just a stressful time of the year. I don't know about anybody else, but mm-hmm. you know, when we were younger. The holidays was a time where you was like thinking about spending time with family and stuff yeah. like that. But we're such in a, you know, technology is is the shittest now mm. that that everybody's rushing to them stores to get that new technology. So the whole thing is it's become very stressful and this technology ain't cheap. So, you know, a lot of times, you know, it's stressful because people are trying to get things for their mm-hmm. loved ones. And I just want people to remember, you know, it's really all this time of the year is really supposed to be more about family and love. Yeah, and, you and, know, and you gotta release that stress because that stress will tear down your health. It will, and you know, with the stress of the election and the stress of the holidays and all the stuff combined and things going on in the world, I think that can you know contribute to the mm-hmm. the, the health status of people. So I just say you know stay stress free. Try to eliminate stress. Yeah, because if I was to really give you the rundown, that would be the whole podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we we don't have time to get into the full rundown. That's a whole other topic altogether. And moving along, um, J. Cole dropped Uh two songs from his upcoming album, For Your Eyes Only. Sounds like shots at Kanye. Uh, Well, they're saying, they're saying... And we all know, we don't know who they is, but they're exactly. saying <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. they're saying that you know um, he's taking shots at Kanye and Drake, and you know Dirk or whoever else. Yeah, and, um, you know, so he got these two songs out. One is called "Everybody Dies," and one is called "False Pro- False Prophets." Mm. And you know, it's it's really been sending shockwaves throughout the like hip hop community and the rap community because people are like, well. Who is he talking about? Yeah, and it's, it's created a huge buzz for his album that's about to drop real soon. So we'll be waiting to check that out. Yeah, so, you know, just, you know, if you haven't heard the two songs, definitely check those out. And, you know, we really got to, you know, stop really, like, digging in mm-hmm. to, to... Well, I don't say stop digging in, but, you know... If we want to know who he's talking about, let's just listen to the CD. Just listen to the lyrics. Watch the the lyrics. Listen to the the lyrics. Yeah, listen to the lyrics and just, Uh 
you know, they always drop clues as to who they're talking about because, you know, all of these these rappers got personalities that we're all very, you know, aware of. So it's not hard, you know, to figure out who they're talking about. But at any rate, it's what hip hop was always, you know, started mm-hmm. on. It was started on being the best and the best competing with the best. So, you know, they got to crack on each other. You know, that's, yeah, that's all part of it. Yeah, they all fighting to be that, you know, the relevant one. Mm-hmm. It's all about relevancy. And, you know, for him to be down with Rock Nation, Jay-Z's boys, you know what I'm saying? And since Kanye was going at Jay-Z and Beyonce, so this just adds a little bit more tape to it, you know what I mean? More red tape to what's going on as well, far as who he's talking about, the timing of how the songs dropped the same day he came out the hospital. Mm-hmm. You know, this is a little politics in the game, you know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, at the end of the day, it always comes, for me, it always comes back down to the quality of, of the the song. You know what I'm saying? As lo- it's, To me, as long as you are, you know, staying true to yourself as an artist and still giving us some good music to listen to, then, mm-hmm. you know, the politics aside... If the music is good, I'm feeling it. But when it starts getting too like personal and getting too dramatic, it's like you start to, you know what I mean? You, you can you can lose the fans in it, and then fans start picking sides. And my whole thing is, I just want like hip hop, and I just want mm-hmm. music to stay about music. Music is something that's supposed to make you feel good or help you through something, uplift you. Yeah, and I just feel like I don't want it to go back to a beefing kind of thing because people do take sides and people start getting really upset with each other if you don't like their favorite rapper. So, I mean, all I'm saying is all good entertainment, but let's not really like I mean, make beef, a big deal about it. Beef can be it. interesting, but I mean, what I mean, what what are you going to talk about someone's mother? Or, I mean, come on. <laughs> let's let's keep it musical. Let's let's keep it informative. Let's do music that uplift each other. Because we're going through some hard times right now. And there's a lot going on in this world for us to be paying attention to these little beefs. We have to, you know, look yeah. at what's going on around us. And we got to hold these we gotta hold these artists accountable to a degree. Like, you know what I'm saying? It, you shouldn't have to start beef for you to be relevant. You should be hot because you're, you're a, a lyricist. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? You And so my whole thing is, you know, that's my take on the whole, you know, beefing situation. But, you know. So I think right now we're going to, you know, go into our first break. Yeah. So, so would you do the honors? Yeah. So we're going to listen to this. Uh, this is Jake Aldridge and his new song, Illogical. Jake. Yeah. Jake Aldridge. That's our boy. Yeah. Shout out to you, Jake. Stop, 
clinging on to the wrong frame of mind Thinking about her now day and night When I should be thinking how to say goodbye Grey and white, I've paid the price For each other we can stay and fight But we both know it's a no-go Never better than so-so We're up and down like a yo-yo Up and down like a yo-yo Jake Aldridge, illogical. Yes, representing from the UK. No doubt. International, baby. <laughs> yeah, so um, we have a topic of the day. Mo, would you give us the honors? Yeah, so, you know, talking of beefs, as we were talking about in current events, um, today's topic is going to be about, you know, should you make... Uh, a tight beat. So this is going to be a, a producer topic, basically. Yes. Yeah. So I'm not sure if any everyone has heard yet, but um, if you're a producer, you have definitely heard about this. There was some kind of producer beef or debate between Taz Taylor and Ninth Wonder. And if you're a producer, you know who these people are. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Basically, you know, Ninth Wonder was basically saying that we should not, as producers, be making type beats. Meaning, um, 
you know, type beats, meaning like you say, it's a Rick Ross type beat or a Meek Mill type beat or a Future type beat, a Drake type beat. I mean, um, that kind of beat. And Taz Taylor is basically saying that it's not uh-huh. that it's, you're really making a type beat, it's that you're describing your beat and that you're, you're you know, basically saying who you would envision or what artist you would see yeah, because beat. most most producers, I'm speaking from my own experience. When you make a beat, you want to you know put down who you envision on the beat. Mm-hmm. So if you make a beat and then you sit back, you say, okay, I think I can hear, you know, um, Jay Z on this. Mm-hmm. I think I hear Future on this or whatever. Mm-hmm. Then you make it that type beat, mm-hmm. you know, because when you do label it as a type beat, it gets more views on YouTube. You know what I'm saying? And you're able to. Cause that's how that's how you know people are looking up beats to you know to buy. Mm-hmm. They say mm-hmm. they want a Drake type beat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And 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 if you put a Drake type beat up there, then it'll be easier for them to find. And and from personal experience, when you put a type beat up there, it gets a lot more views. A lot more ears get to hear it. Yeah, I mean. My whole thing on it is I don't think as as producers, you guys should take sides. I mean, I'm coming at it more from a, a you know, like a, a music fan point of view. And I don't feel like you should, you should, I think, you know, they miss, they, it was misunderstood, to be honest with you. I think that maybe Ninth Wonder didn't really understand where Taz Taylor was coming from and maybe Taz Taylor didn't understand where, where Ninth Wonder was coming from. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think Ninth Wonder was basically saying you want to make a name for yourself. Like you want to, you as a producer, you want to have your own sound and you don't want to be sitting in the lab or sitting in the studio, sitting in the green room, so to speak, and, yeah. you know, be sitting there trying to recreate something that's already been created. Gotcha. You know what I mean? And I think that's where Ninth Wonder was coming from. And I think Taz Taylor was trying to say, but as, you know, like... Someone a, with no name trying a, to make A no-name producer on the come-up who's competing mm-hmm. with, you know, rappers who are... I mean, not rappers, producers that are in the game. and Like have, Ninth Wonder. And like Ninth Wonder who have gotten placements, who, who have made a name for themselves. It's harder to get the indie artists and even well-known artists to listen to their music without uh-huh. describing their music. Like, in other words, it's something that we talk about on the podcast all the time. We talk about how, okay, you have a business, you're a producer, you're an indie artist, you got music. People need to know you exist. You see what I'm saying? So I think Taz Taylor is coming from a more marketing point of view and Ninth Wonder is coming from a more branding point, point of view. Of view. Yeah. And so that's, my like take on both of their sides. Now to get to the question at hand, you know, should you make a tight beat? Well, I think we should go into the pros and cons of that. Yeah. So I'm gonna let you give your piece, and then I'm gonna give my <coughs> my one two, and then you know how we do. All right. So the pros of a tight beat. The pros are, and it's BK, you mentioned it, you know, the pros are it is a great marketing strategy. It is a great way to reach out to indie artists Mm -hmm. and well-known artists who are shopping for beats 
and who are looking for fresh sounds and from new producers or from producers they probably would have never found. And they know exactly what kind of sound they're going for. Now, obviously, if you looking, if you're looking for, let's say, a Drake type beat, um, obviously you're not gonna do a, some people do do that. They will have a Drake type flow on the beat because yeah. it's a Drake type beat. But if they know that they like the beats that Drake's has, but they want to showcase their skills and their talents, yeah. they're gonna make it not sound like Drake. It's still gonna sound like the artist that, but you know, that's mm-hmm. recording on it, that's gonna lay down the vocals on it. But they want that sound. They want a current sound. And I'm gonna be a hundred with you. Yeah. As an as a songwriter and as as an artist myself, when I'm shopping for beats, I'm looking for something that sounds current but different. Mm-hmm. So my whole thing is it still has to flow into what's on the radio today, but it still has to be unique enough that it's part, it's enhancing your brand. Exactly. So my whole thing is when someone says, okay, I'm looking for a Drake type beat, you know what I mean? They're saying I like the sound of the of the beat of the kind of beats that Drake picks for his albums, but I'm gonna show my flavor on it. Now, you're just picking the closest artist that you can think of that's gonna describe your beat. Plus, you gotta look at it as your beat is a product. And yep. let's say we go into the supermarket mm-hmm. and you have a and and <clears throat> And you go into the aisle and you're looking for something and then you see the products, you know, all different brands for that same item that you're looking for. And what you're going to remember is the best description for each brand. And that's going to help you based on price and the descriptions that you have for the brands and whatever commercials or advertisements you saw, that's going to help you pick that item. It's the same thing for your beat. For your beat, when you describe it as a type of beat, the client has an idea of what beats they want to listen to. Because mm-hmm. I'm going to be 100% honest with you. I'm not going to sit there as an artist looking for beats on your page going through each beat on your page. I'll probably go through the first five to ten tops. Or if the name interests me, I'll click on it. But if you describe it, I know exactly what I'm looking for. It's just like going into the supermarket or a clothing store and know exactly what yes. you're looking for. Yes. I know exactly what I'm looking for. So you help me save my time mm-hmm. by describing the beat. So I get, I get the marketing strategy of a tight beat. So that's a, um, a pro right there is that it describes the beat. It, it shortens the time for the, for the artist that's looking for the beat. Mm-hmm. Okay, and it's going to drive more traffic to your to your beat store or to your website um, because people are going to click on something that is described versus something that's not described. And then once you make a name for yourself, you might not have to even use the tight beats. This tight beat strategy, another pro of the tight beat marketing strategy is that it's great for new and upcoming producers. Producers that's made a name for themselves don't need to describe their beats because they have a resume. They have a working resume of, of in the industry that they don't need 
to yeah, describe their music like that. Let me interject right there. But um, when you know, most artists, right, when they ask to describe their style, you know, they'll ask them what, who do you know, who are your your mentors? Who who do you you know sound mm-hmm. most likely in the game? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then they'll say they sound like you know, um, I don't know. Give me a couple of names. They sound like Future. Future. And um, they sound a little bit like Gucci Man. You know what mm-hmm, I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Then, you know, it'll be easier for, to market your beats to them because now you know that they like Future and they like Gucci Man. So now mm-hmm. you can kind of like blend both of those styles together, mixed in with your taste, and come up with something for them. You know, it's like cooking in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> Try Mafia. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So. Yeah. Whenever, you know, these artists putting their music up, like on CD Baby or TuneCore, you have to give a description of your style. So mm-hmm. somebody might be like, okay, my style, I was told that I sound a little like Drake and a little bit like such and such. Mm-hmm. So now they're going to get it for Drake and such and such type beats mm-hmm. to match their style. That doesn't mean they're going to come out sounding exactly like Drake and this person because they know that's not going to work. But they, they're trying to have... a uh a production that sounds current, mm-hmm. but it's showcasing them. So when you read their bio, you know exactly what you're getting when you hear this artist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's that's a pro right there. Yeah. I mean, I think it helps the producer. Um, I, and definitely, the And the artist to know what to describe the beat. Because if you never heard this person's music before, mm-hmm. and you're reading his bio, mm-hmm. and then you hear his music, you say, oh, okay, I see where this is going, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Type thing, so I think we should go into our next song. Mm-hmm. Mo, will you give the honors? Wait, wait, wait. What? Just send your music in. Send it where? To APLoungeCast at gmail dot If you got your new songs, hot songs in a vault, send them where? APLoungeCast at gmail dot com. Got it. Now we gonna get into some music right here. This is Illiteracy with Kingdom. And those means the end The struggle start of lavish existence Partly Welcome to life in the crosshairs Hopefully only a camera Not a blammer with a hammer cock Locked on your silhouette One eye from high Above the spot you occupy Make it so you're not there Eliminate the threat So definitive No pill popping Ill is limitless So surreal stopping something Moving this long Kinetic eminence We what the future looks like They know resemblance Slamming the brakes on a bullet train Probably the closest thing to grinding like us that you'll experience 
So I toast to the brothers fate chose for me Kick it like the dickens when I'm gone, place hold for me Multiple mic rooms, camera with a nice zoom Working fine time to live like the end of life soon Tell them you love them, they still here Cause when they gone, death out of left field, real tears so much more than dope beats and silver tongue All the precious metals round their necks But they haven't won And it ain't a race But a battle of wits We will spit Either get with it or quit Nobody but ill Money's it. worth a million Here to put my funds in On that shopping block Swing that axe like Paul Bunyan Caught wind to that kite though Jump ship to that lifeboat Talk about that real shit Real shit chain quite They said it's something different in the air Yeah Apples to apples, we just different pants Feeling like I ought to rush the throne Even if I'm next in air All this in my mind, loving war, I guess it's fair Second guessing the rapping, homie, that's a no-go Mimic my style and track the movement like a GoPro You got the hot cuts, everybody wanna chop it Say I spit them emo bars, guess I'm a hot topic But I'm a humble dude, I take it in stride I am who I am, I don't fake with the lines Trapping, I'm just rapping, trying to change up some lives On the major minor scale, for the kingdom I rise Peace amongst the subjects, loyal to the vision Round table, no head, none above the mission Each man his castle and code that they live by More than just the words that they signify Rap characters come and go, we done seen them Team all spitting, couple of us bang a mean drum Other side of quitting when the dream comes there isn't a crown, there isn't a throne, there is only the king. Segregate, what is a stop sign? Section 8 size is an octagon. Seems to be symbolism. Government wants us to stop trying. They dissolve your mind. Be content in your poverty. Go for it, Jordan's beside you seem happy on your launcher in your underwear and blast a white and see and be what you see. We in your well like creatine and help you beat the demons. They say we're lemons and we leaking. But we've been dreaming in color since Martin Luther said he sees it. We've been reaching for that kingdom. Scepter in hand, to you it's a mic, but I see power in the words that I'm saying. Your attitude measures your altitude, which affects your aptitude. I'm immortal, I'm immortal, I'm just teaching through this rapping dude. Words last forever. Reach the top and make the jump, but first I'm fasting the tether. Gotta take risks from fixed tapes to outer space. All it takes is faith in yourself, and never let somebody say your ass can never carry your belt. I'm living proof. Amongst the subjects, loyal to the vision Round table, no head, none above the mission Each man his castle and code that they live by More than just the words that they signify Trap characters come and go, we done seen them Team all spitting, couple of us bang a mean drum Other side of quitting when the dream come There isn't a crown, there isn't a throne There is only the kingdom Where you at? In the future, I can see that we never going back. 
like a train, I'm on this track for whatever, never back. Hey, yo, big up SO3, hey, big up Red Rat, we big up KRS, and yo, sub, where you at? In the future, I can see that we never going back. Like a train, I'm on this track for whatever, never back. MCing is my craft, sir. I perceive things faster. I come from my future, not my past, sir. I'm smooth like lacquer. We were taught that the past comes first and the future comes after. But the year doesn't matter. I appear as a rapper with rec rap, SO Trey in the hereafter. Where time doesn't pass ya. And you can ask the master what comes after and he replies laughter. The future we after is past disasters, past slashes, flashes, and gun blasters. We don't need apocalyptic pastors pumping fear faster. Here to blast master and laugh after. The future is more colorful than past rappers. Think about that. City life, less tractors, more real people, less actors, no more backstabbers, the governments are non factors So we pick up SO3, and we pick up Red Rap, we pick up KRS, and yo sub, where you at? In the future, I can see that we never going back, like a train, I'm on this track, for whatever, never back. Hey yo, pick up SO3, and pick up Red Rap, we pick up KRS, and yo sub, where you at? In the future, I can see that we never going back, like a train, I'm on this track, for whatever, never back. Ask me what's more dismal, the future. The past, cause in the past, rappers had more respect, pub and cash, plus a lot of flash. Guest list for clubs of crash. Promo visit played on TV, LPs were selling fast. Who could tell that wouldn't last? Remember getting advances, now we advance into a future that seems to have less chances. The past just seemed less scandalous. No labels was so shady, now I just wish there was still some labels left to pay me. But stressing this is crazy, cause we're never going back. Gotta focus on the merch, the tours, the shows were rap. It's still appreciated, cause these peeps are pissing jaded. Want a future where you don't have to rap like shit to make. Cause facts have been misstated when it comes to who's the dopest Got love for yesteryear, but the future's where we're focused The future, where the hope is You wanna stock some bread, trying to keep some hope alive for the times we got ahead So we pick up SO3, and we pick up Red Rap We pick up KRS, and yo sub, where you at? In the future, I can see that we never going back Like a train, I'm on this track, for whatever, never back Hey yo, pick up SO3, and pick up Red Rap We pick up KRS, and yo sub, where you at? In the future, I can see that we never going back Like a train I'm on this track, yeah. whatever, now, back Yo, crazy shout out to my man Don Shalon The Don Ways One, you know what I'm saying? The original Sixth Sense crew, DJ Lion, Cupmaster Kirk And of course, the Blastmaster KRS-One We ain't never looking back, you know what I'm saying? It's time to move forward Yeah, that was Karis One, Substance Abuse, Rare View. Yeah. So I think it's time we get into these cons now. Yeah, it's getting late. <laughs> so he's getting late with you. <laughs> so anyway, you know, the cons of the, the type beat, you know, debate is that it can affect your branding. And if you're not careful as a producer, um, it will affect your branding because then you may start trying to, especially if you're an up-and-coming um, producer and you're mm-hmm. trying to compete with the current producers out there, yeah. you may find yourself mimicking or creating, recreating stuff that's already out there. So as a producer, you want to master your sound first. and your style. Make sure first. you master your sound first. 
because it it's very easy to start listening to the radio and recreating um, that music. So my suggestion um, would be as a producer, you don't really listen to the radio that much when you're about to make a beat. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm just saying this from watching BK. He doesn't really listen to music that much before he's about to make a beat. Like he just... He just clocks in. He just goes into a zone or whatever. Yeah. And he just makes the beat. And then, it, you know, so my thing um, with that is I would just say that's a con. If you do not have your style mastered, the type beat a marketing strategy can actually affect your branding. A second thing is you can get typecasted. Mm-hmm. And... um. What do I mean by that? I mean that you become known as the producer that only makes these types of beats. When you make beats that sound like other beats, when you make your own beats, they're not going to get any love at all. Any love at all. You do not want to put yourself in a corner to where, you know, you're able to recreate other people's beats. But then when we hear your original stuff, we're like, what? Well, it's not really you, you know? it's not really recreating somebody else's stuff when mm-hmm. they when you're describing your beat. It should be like I'm talking about those that didn't master their sound yet because that's where they're going to end up falling into. You I get what, what you're saying. saying. Mm-hmm. If you ever, if you mastered your sound already, and you know we can go deep into that because I can teach you how to master your sound. Mm-hmm. I can give you some points and, and some tips and, and stuff on how to create your own sound. Because, you know, no one taught me how to do this. I figured it all out. Mm-hmm. It, it may have taken me a little bit of time, but mm-hmm. I figured it out. And I'm going to, you know, write an ebook on this and, you know, put it out there for you guys. But you don't want to fall into, mm-hmm. you know, get yourself put into a corner to where you're sounding like someone else. You really don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. And I think that that was what Ninth Wonder's concern was for producers that mm-hmm. he didn't want people to get into the, the, the tight beat marketing strategy and lose sight of who they are as a producer trying to chase down um, artists that are looking for a mm-hmm. sound that already exists already. Nine times out of ten, an artist is not looking for something that exists already. They're looking for something that can effectively compete with what's out already. Mm-hmm. And so, like I said, that is my tip to a producer because I'm I'm one of those people that does look for beats. So, you know, I listen to to other producers mm-hmm. and and you know, try to see if I could kick yeah. it on their track sometimes, you mm-hmm. know, just to see if it if it vibes right with me. And so that would be a con that I would say is that you don't want to get typecasted. You don't want to be well, this artist is saying, okay, well, I'm going for, like, you have an artist that likes to do, let's say, pop or who likes to do R&B. And uh-huh. they're like, oh, this producer only does trap music. Like, you, that's what I'm saying. So my, you don't want to get typecasted. So my solution to that would be to make sure that you're still creating music in all music genres or as many music genres as you would like to partake in. I would but just say still, practice. Practice all genres. Yeah, practice all genres and still... Make sure it sounds like you. That is mass. That is matching your brand. And I, I feel like what we could take away from the whole debate, this whole producer debate, is that they're both trying to help you. Okay, they're trying. One is trying to help you gain more traffic, and one is trying to get you to create your brand. Well, 
for me, I agree with both of them. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, even though it got heated and, and you know, they were going back and forth, I think it, I see both of their sides. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing about a debate. When you're listening to someone debate, it's always good to listen to both sides and try not to come at each side judgmental already. Mm-hmm. Listen to mm-hmm. both sides. Hear what they're saying. They both have rights and they both have wrongs in their statements. But you could see where they're coming from. And I see where they're coming from. And they're both right. Yeah, I think that both of them are coming from a place of, of, of wanting to help the producer community. So I think it was a healthy debate. I think mm-hmm. it was healthy that they both voiced their opinion. Um, I just think there was a misunderstanding because you see, it's different when someone is 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 explaining something, but someone else may be taking their explanation in a totally different way. And I don't think and Ninth, then emotions go crazy. You yeah, know? and I don't think Ninth Wonder was trying to diss him. I think he was saying that as producers, because both of them are successful. Mm-hmm. See what right. I mean in uh-huh. their own right. So as two successful <clears throat> producers. They need to, it's, it, they have a responsibility to the ones coming up in this to give them good advice. And I think that, that Ninth Wonder did not want them to think that if they just start doing tight beats, that, you know, if they start mimicking, that it means you can mimic stuff. And that's why I say that's a con. You can get, you know, pulled into mimicking and recreating things rather than creating your own sound. So that's a con right there. So... My advice is use multiple marketing strategies. Um, as many as you can find. Exactly. And don't just stick to one because everyone will tell you that does business. Something could work for someone over here and not work for someone over there. And they could be doing the ex- same exact formula. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have to figure out what works for you. So I would say that's pretty much my cons is that it can affect your brand and you can get typecasted. Do you have anything to add to the cons? I mean, I think, like I said, this was a very good conversation to have um, on this debate. Um, as far as the cons, I mean, you, you've laced most of them. Um, <laughs> I've, I threw in a couple in there while you were talking. Um, basically, you know, you want to be original. At the end of the day, you want to be original. Because when you're making music, you're putting a piece of you in there. Your soul is in there. You know what I'm saying? So just be original and keep creating and try to practice all genres mm-hmm. and stay true to yourself. You know, if you if you jocking and biting and jiving, you you know you you know what you're doing. <laughs> so yeah. stay away from that. And yeah. um you, you know, don't want to be one of those producers. Nah, exactly. Nah. And, and cause it's not gonna sound right. So just stay original and practice, you know, practice those free throws. Keep practicing. Mm-hmm. You'll get there. You know, mm-hmm. you create your own sound. You'll find it. You know, you just got to believe in yourself. I believe in you. Yeah, exactly. That's, so, you know, that's the whole point of this podcast. It's all about the community. Mm-hmm. And we got to help each other out because, you know... Um, Without music producers, there is no music. Exactly. So I think it was a good conversation to be had. And um, I think we should get into our the, final song. Yeah, let's get into the final song. Will you give the honors? Yes. This is... Stein with OTB on the block. On the block, baby. Yeah. Y'all know it's Carter World, right? 
Style. Oh. Let's get it, nigga. We told the 40 Glock. 40 Zops. Fuck the cops that think we selling rocks. On the block, we serve on lots. You might just get the drop. On the spot, or get shot because we on the prop. Every night, living wild, we told the 40 Glock. 40 Zops. Fuck the cops that think we selling rocks. On the block, we serve on lots. You might just get the drop. On the spot, or get shot because we on the prop. Every night, living wild, nigga. Little piggies thinking we selling rocks. Flipping pigeons and then we bend the block. Count count these digits and then we peeling now. Roll extensions and don't forget the ounce. Know your business before you run your mouth. Plucking chickens in any large amount. Roll with bitches and hoping they can count. But if she can't, then that bitch gotta bounce. Getting money is all the fuck I know. Selling bunnies wasn't my only goal. Yeah, my honey just like an Oreo. She getting that money, doing it well, and I'ma let it show. My chain gleaming, and I'ma let it go. You fuck with me, then I'ma let it go. Ooh, kill him just like I'm Terrio. This ain't no death threat shit. I'm just letting you know. We told them 40 Glock, 40 Zops. Fuck the cops that think we selling rocks. On the block, we serve on lots. You might just get the drop. On the spot, or get shot because we on the prop. Every night, living wild. We told them 40 Glock, 40 Zops. Fuck the cops that think we selling rocks. On the block, we serve on lots. You might just get the drop. On the spot or get shot because we on the prop every night living wild niggas so these niggas thinking they selling coke how when all of you niggas claim you broke got the twisties but i might rock a fro diamonds icy and they will leave you fro pluck, pluck these chickens like we done did before ain't no dormant and we gon' need some more I'm selling weed that I don't need to smoke When these white people hear my music, I'ma leave them stoked you, you ain't talking about money, then I'ma keep it show I want a chick that look like Keisha Cole A thick yellow bone that's always down to smoke TTG, meaning that my bitch is trained to go See, I can get you high or I can get you low Just hit my line or meet me at the stove Think I'm lying, then you can ask my bros. This ain't just my rhymes, all of this shit is We sold the 40 Glock, 40 Zops. Fuck the cops that think we selling rocks. On the block, we serve on lots, you might just get the drop. On the spot, or get shot because we on the prop. Every night, living wild, we told them 40 Glock, 40 Zops. Fuck the cops that think we selling rocks. On the block, we serve on lots, you might just get the drop. On the spot, or get shot because we on the prop. Every night, living wild, nigga. Living, living wild, nigga. Living, living wild, nigga. Yeah, that was OTB on the block. Yep, Stein. So, you know, I just wanted to say to everybody, um, if you're a producer out there and you didn't see 
you know, what Taz Taylor or Ninth Wonder had to say, definitely go on the internet and check that out so you can see where they were both coming from and just, you know, get, you know, take what information you need to take from both of them. They're both successful in their own rights. So you can definitely learn uh-huh. something from each, from both of them. I mean, mm-hmm. so I think you should definitely check out what they had to say about it. And you need to take your notes and make your adjustments as a producer. I agree. And um, to send those hits in, you send them where? To APLoungeCast at gmail.com. Where? I've done told you already. APLoungeCast at gmail.com. Okay, I got it. I got it. I got it. Hmm. (laughs) In conclusion. Yeah. So in conclusion, you know, we just want to take this time to let you guys know what's going on. With um with us here at AP Loungecast Arsenal Productions beats from scratch, and uh, BK has put up some new beats and stuff. You want to tell right. them about that? Yeah, I got some new tracks up at beatsfromscratch.com/slash/feature uh, page. Go to my featured page on my um website. Featured beats. Featured beats on uh, beatsfromscratch.com. I got some free. I got some beats that's free that mm-hmm. you can download with the free uh, leasing agreement, and I also got some new fires. For you guys to listen to, jam out to, download, buy, purchase, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Don't forget, I got a nice hot drum kit up on that website also. Bread and butter, baby. Bread and butter, baby. Get that bread and butter kit. None of those drum kits, uh, none of the sounds on there are clipping. They're going to they're gonna punch through your mix and all that. And also, don't forget to download my free ebook. Production. To, to music, music production. production. Yeah, um, it's a music very production. good read. Introduction to Music Production. It's a very good read. If you're new and you're trying to get into music production, this book is for you. If you already know about music production, this book is for you also. Because there might be a couple of things in there that you don't that you haven't, you know, understood fully yet. And when you hear it from me, it might bring it a little, you know, closer to a conclusion. Um, there's a really good read. I got some illustrations in there and some things that you can get and purchase to um, help you out on your journey. To make sure that you have that good sound. Because when people come to my studio, they be like, man, I sound good. And I got some tips in there to make sure your clients sound really good. Tell them, man. Yeah, I mean, we we had a couple of artists up in here. And um, that More was recording. I'm talking about, uh, you know which couple I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it was real nice to hear that. They were very pleased with the sound. Yeah. And nothing was done to it. No mixing. I ain't even touch it yet. I ain't even mix it yet. I ain't even, you know, do my EQing and compressing and, and, you know, and doing my thing. I ain't even really touch it yet. And they're like, I can't believe I sound this good. Those type of tips are in this ebook. So get it while it's free. It's going to go up for sale. You might come back and it's up on, uh, you know, up on Kindle and everywhere for sale. So get it right now while you can. Yeah, and that's definitely on beatsfromscratch.com. So check out the website and get that. And that's, oh, we also run in a special on Beats. So if you go to the uh, Featured Beats page and you put in the holidays. As a code? Yeah, hold on. Let me make sure I got the code right. I don't want to give y'all the wrong thing. because Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's holidays 2016, all caps. No space. And that's the coupon code. And you would get 30% off on all non-exclusive and exclusive beats. So get that while it, it's still on. 
That's probably going to end sometime in January, but you know. By the end of the month, probably by New Year's. Yeah, sometime in the beginning of January. So, you know, if you're looking for beats, 30% off with that code. So definitely check that out. So, uh, wrapping it up. Now, yeah, wrapping it up. That's pretty much it for this show. We hope you enjoyed it. We're back. Yeah, we're back. (laughs) (laughs) All right. For those of you, you know, we're going to be doing another podcast for December. So, you know, definitely hit us up on the email, Twitter, however you want to reach us and let us know what topic you want us to talk about. Facebook. Yeah. And let us know what topic you want us to talk about. Emails. You can email us too, like, you know, as usual, let us know what topics you want. Yeah, and we appreciate all the emails everybody was bringing through. We had a lot of emails coming in for this topic, so we had to discuss it. And we also had a lot of songs coming in. You guys yes. were sending in songs faithfully. Yes, and we really do appreciate that because we really love to showcase indie artists here on this platform. And this is the best platform, the number one platform for indie artists. Yeah. Don't forget it. <laughs> all right, guys. So y'all have a good one. We will get back to you soon. Uh, hopefully, we can get that radio mix out before the end of the year. I got another radio mixtape mix coming out. And uh, hopefully, we can get another podcast in there with another topic for you. So maybe we can get squeezing another two shows before this month uh, ends, you know, depending on our time constraints. With that being said, we out. Peace. <laughs>